it can be tough for people, as wonderful as this time is, it can be tough for folks, but you gotta understand, that's the kind of stuff Jesus came into, you know? He came into chaos, he, I mean, he came into, into spiritual darkness, that's what he came into. Uh, he, doesn't, he doesn't just come into tinsel and bright lights and candles and great music, he comes in the toughest stuff, that's, that's what he does all the time, you know? Just like the spiritual darkness he came into, you know, when, when Israel was looking for a savior, I mean, they were living in spiritual darkness and by and large, just because their own fault, you know, they were rejecting God. They weren't following God's ways. They weren't living for God and they're in spiritual darkness. Their families are in chaos. Their nation was in chaos. I mean, they just left the word of God so much that uh, Judaism had passed from its strength of spirituality in this cold, dead, dry, rigid religion and now Pharisees are ruling it, putting all these rules and regulations on people and, and uh, people couldn't live up to the standard to even find God and there was no hope for them. I mean, they were just, it was bad. They'd gotten into witchcraft, they'd gotten into uh, idol worship, they'd gotten into all kinds of crazy things and so that's the darkness Jesus came into. They didn't come into churches with steeples and you know, bells ringing on Christmas Day. He came into that kind of spiritual darkness, deep spiritual darkness in a, in a, in a terrible way. And then nationally, they were a mess. And when you look at it nationally, they were, they were so messed up because, I mean, think about it for a moment. Their lives were messed up spiritually. It affected their country. I mean, it, their spiritual sin brought the country down. Think about it. Uh, you know, they're supposed to have a king lead them and all of a sudden here they are in this godless pagan culture where there's Romans are just ruling over them in a pagan empire. I mean, you put on top of that, here these Roman soldiers are filling the streets and just threatening God's people. They had no, seemed like no rights or anything. And uh, then they'd always have this oppressive sign to keep the Jews in fear of the Romans, which was a cross that Jesus Christ would be crucified on. You just think about that. That's, that's the kind of stuff they're in. And so in that, you try to find people that are for you. But even their own leader, Israel's own leader, wasn't for them. I mean, Herod the Great, he's supposed to be the ruler over, those, over the, the Jews. And he's just nothing but a sadistic killer. And he was just vicious. I mean, he was just vicious. He'd do anything to keep power. I mean, the guy, you know, he had a lot of wives. He'd kill his own wives because he's afraid of losing power. Killed his own kids. Yeah. I mean, killed his kids, his sons, some of his sons, because he wanted to keep power. And he's supposed to be for those people. And he always ended up favoring Rome over his own people. And then not only was this Roman tax, but then Herod would tax God's people even more so he could fund his lavish projects because he was so full of his own ego and wanted everybody to see what he did. That's, that's, what, that's the way they were. And then when they hear that there's this arrival of this Messiah, this baby's born, Christ, a baby, a child, he is so threatened by a baby that he starts having every two-year-old male and younger in Bethlehem slaughtered because this grown man can't keep his own ego in check. That's, that's the kind of junk Jesus came yeah. into nationally, spiritually for themselves. And so, you know, God loves to invade spiritual darkness and bad things and he, he loves to come into that oppression and just go right into it. And that's what he does. Amen. And I love the way, what, what Jesus really did. I love the scripture in John 1, 14. And uh, I'm going to read it to you because I think it's just so powerful. But it's, it just says this out of the message 
the contemporary language says, the word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. We saw the glory with our own eyes, the one of a kind glory like father, like son, generous inside and out, true from start to finish. That's what Jesus did. God put on skin and said, let me come in there into the middle of all this shame and light. And so Jesus Christ has every right to say this in John 8, 12. He says, I am the light of the world. Yes. That's what he said. I am the light of the world. He says, if you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. Yeah. And that's what he did. He comes in all that gloom and all that despair and all that darkness. And he just comes in with his light and yes. shatters the darkness. So yes. I always believe this. The darker the night, the brighter the light. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So I don't know what kind of darkness you may think this world is in or we know it's in or maybe we what you're in. Don't let, don't let Satan snuff out the light of Jesus Christ that's in yeah. you. There's a lot of light snuffers out there, you know. I don't mean to throw you off, but, but you, you preach a sermon about the valley of the shadow of death and the yeah. shadows and how the light overtakes the shadows yeah. and how we, we live with those shadows. Yeah. Sometimes we die with those shadows, but that light overcomes those. Well, how did it go? Well, it's, it, it's so powerful because <laughs> you know, to, that, that, that you bring that up yeah. is because that's the reality of it is that shadows are evidence that there light there is light present. That's right. That's right. Because if there's shadow, that means there's life. There's light present. Right. Yeah. And uh, you know, and you may feel like, man, I just don't feel like I'm forgiven people. I just don't feel like I can get through this depression. Yeah. I'm telling you, when we started worshiping, there's something happened in you, didn't yes. it? You could feel yeah. it, fill your heart. Yeah. It's there, you know that you may see the shadow of what's going on, but that means the presence of light is there to overtake that darkness. And I don't know what it could be because I know sometimes you, know, you got family coming over. Yeah. Well, there could be some family members coming over today that you have a real issue with. Mm. And they, may they, may, they may owe you money. <laughs> they may owe you money. Yeah. You know? They may owe you an apology and not oh. give it. Yeah, that's that's. And the big they may have yeah. hurt you, intentionally or unintentionally. And can I just tell you, I'm not trying to you know act like we're all tough because we're not, but. It's a reality of life, getting hurt, getting wounded, being offended. It's a reality of life. And the enemy knows that. And Jesus knew that. Yeah. And Satan wants us to be resentful and bitter and stay hurt. But I'm going to tell you, it never has done me any good to stay mad or bitter at God or anybody else. It just yeah. doesn't work. Yeah. It just doesn't, I know that you've you got to have conversations, but don't let mm -hmm. it snuff out the light. Because well, I was just talking to somebody this week, and they were saying that they were mad at God. And... I mean, I mistook mad for, at God because I was mad at God. I'll be honest with you. I mean, we've all had, but we are confusing, I think, anger with God with questions. With questions. We have, yeah. questions, we have questions for God. And I think that we are in good company because Jesus had a question on the cross. He said, why have you, for, why have you forsaken me? Yeah. And I think that we can't confuse anger with God with our questions. Absolutely. And that's what I did at the yeah. beginning of the year. I'll just tell you all right now. But I'm, I realize, and I want you to realize too, that it's okay to have questions. He's big enough to answer. Yeah. He's given us all the answers we need. We just have to look at them and accept yeah. them. No, there's I'm a light. I'm sorry, I no, wasn't. No, spicy. that's right. No, that's good. You're, you're no, that, yeah. I'm just here for comic you're relief. You're comic relief. You're the funny <laughs> one. I get it. 
but that's but Jesus was able to do that. Yes. I mean, come on, yeah. even when he's taking all that, he has the questions. Even when the people are hurting him, he has the power because he didn't just have light in him. He was the light. That's right. right. And right. that's why he had the power to say, Father, forgive them. They don't have a clue what they're doing. Yes. And man, am I glad that he said that. Aren't you, aren't you glad yes. he said that? <laughs> if he didn't say that, that's good. You we can, wouldn't be you, here right now. <laughs> yeah, forget all this stuff. Forget, yeah. forget this isn't happening. That's right. There is no Christmas. There, no presents? Nothing. Oh. There's nothing. But he had the power because he was like, I'm telling you, even in the grudges and the pain, would you just let that light get brighter and brighter yes. and brighter and brighter till there is no shadow there. It is nothing but light. And I'm telling you, you can feel that. Some of you are going through grief. I mean, some folks are feeling real grief. It's not hurt. It's not grudges or business. You're just going through grief. I, I promise you, Pastor Brent and I, we know exactly what you're feeling. I saw something this week. Sometimes the memes help me. Sometimes I just, they're just a good laugh. But this one, it was so good yesterday. And it said, oh, I hope I don't forget it. It said, um, you can do the impossible because you've been through the unthinkable. And that's exactly right. Yeah. You can, I'm not saying we're through it by any means, but we know that we can do hard things now. Yeah. We I know. Mean. I mean, we knew before that we could do things, but we can do hard things. We've all, we can all do hard things. Yeah. We've, we've, everybody in this room has experienced hard things this year and we got through it. Yeah. We're going to get through that's it. Right. Yeah. We're not through it, but we're getting we're gonna get, through it. We're going to get through it. Right. Yeah. And it's not, and it's not because of our own self-will. No. It's not because, Hey, I'm tough and I got to pick no. myself up my own bootstraps. It's, it's has nothing to do with that. It's about staying in the presence of the light, Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's good. And I'm telling you, when you do that, you can get through the grief and yeah. And some of you, it's not, it's not the death of a yeah. spouse or a loved one. Some of you, you're, you, it's supposed to be Christmas. And the person who said, till death do his part, walked out on you yeah. this past week. And uh, some of you are single moms trying to raise those kids by yourself. And I'm telling you, the light Jesus Christ is right there. That's and right. he will be with you. He will sus don't let Satan snuff out the light like Satan and, and like King Herod. And like the pagan culture of the Romans tried to snuff out Jesus Christ, he just can't do it. And, uh, you know, you come to these kind of times though, you talk about Jesus and everybody's, you know, it's part of Christmas especially. But some of you feel real guilt because, well, you just don't think I can reach the standard of a holy God to forgive me. And that's what was happening then with the teachers of the law, the Pharisees, Sadducees. You just can't reach this level. But Jesus knew we couldn't. So he said, I got to come down. And boy, he came down, put on skin, and then he walked this earth and lived a life that yes. we could, none of us could live, you know? I mean, all of us got baggage, all of us got our sin that we used to carry, but he came down and then he said, I'm gonna take it to the cross. And that's why I was born. Yeah. And how many thank God he just didn't die on a cross? How many thank Jesus he rose that's from right. the dead? Amen. And he's coming Amen. back. That's right. And I'm telling you, think, celebrating today is great. That's awesome. But you wait till he returns again. And I'm just going to tell you that you don't have to live in the guilt of sin. You really don't. You do not. You don't have to live in the guilt of your shame of your past. You don't. All of us in this room right here and those sitting in your living room right now are testimony that you don't have to live with the That's sin right. and the shame. You That's can be right. brand new because of the blood Jesus Christ shed. That is the best Christmas gift That's you right. could ever have. That's right. Is if you just say, Jesus, come into my heart. That's right. Just come into my heart. And you know, maybe it's just today in this futile, simple moments that we're here together 
uh, that maybe you just, you ask him just to come into your heart and just say, Jesus, I need to cling to you. I need to come to that light. And uh, you said, Pastor Sam, I got a lot of baggage. I got stuff that I'm doing, addictions and everything. Just stay in the light. Watch that light shatter those chains off of you. Yeah. Watch him. He's taking the sin away. He's going to free you. Just stay close to the light. Just stay close to the light. And uh, don't let the enemy just beat you down. Don't let him do it to you. Don't let him do it to you. And so why don't you just ask him to come into your heart today and uh, just join Pastor Brent and me and the worship team. We're all just sitting around today and uh, family's coming over in a little bit. But... Uh, It'll be great. Amy and Sage will be here. Sage, they're going to be here. We're going to play with the trees. And wear me out. Right. <laughs> and it'll be great. <laughs> but why don't you just ask Jesus to come in right now? And uh, I don't know. You can close your eyes if you want to. I don't know if it would, however you want to do it. But why don't you just in your heart, with your mouth, just follow me. Just say, Jesus, come into my life. And shatter the darkness of all my sin. Oh, Everything I feel guilty about. Everything I feel guilty about. Come in and shatter the darkness. Come in and shatter the darkness with your light. With your light. Jesus be my Lord. Jesus be my Lord. Thank you for giving me the greatest gift. Thank you for giving me the greatest gift. And that's you. That's you. And everything that comes with you. And everything that comes with you. <laughs> Love. Love, forgiveness, forgiveness, joy, joy, purpose, purpose, and eternal life with you. And eternal life with you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It's the best gift I've ever received. It's the best gift I've ever received. Amen.